Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Vetrano. Coming up on 713, you know, this year's tax filing deadline is April 18th. Time to get that box of receipts out of the closet. <laughs> if you are expecting money back, you probably want to get it sooner rather than later. ABC's Daria Albinger looks at when you can expect that refund. Where's my money? I'm Daria Albinger with today's tax tip. You sent in your return. You know you have money coming back to you. You've already spent it in your head. And you're sitting there refreshing your online bank account or watching for the mailman. Like so many other Americans this time of year, you're wondering, where is my refund? You can start by checking the status of your refund on the IRS's Where's My Refund page. There's actually a page for that. To do that, you're going to need your Social Security number and your individual taxpayer ID number and the amount of the refund you're expecting. ABC News business correspondent Alexis Christophoros, there are some reasons why your refund may be delayed, like an incomplete return, an inaccurate return, maybe you had to amend your return, and also claiming tax credits like the earned income tax credit or a child tax credit uh, can delay your return. So that online shopping cart may have to stay full just a little longer. With today's tax tip, Daria Albinger, ABC News. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. The NFL offseason is in full swing, and quarterback watch in Green Bay continues as ESPN's Dan Graziano, who joined Get Up on Monday, he thinks the Packers could have a big say in what the future in Green Bay looks like. What has to happen is, as, as Adam mentioned, Rodgers and the Packers have to have a conversation. And I think it's going to be a two-way conversation. I don't think it's a matter of the Packers saying, okay, Aaron, what do you want to do? And then doing it. I think the Packers have some input here. I think when we heard their general manager, Brian Gutekunst, earlier this week, uh, it sounded like you know at least the organization was ready to consider the possibility of moving on and moving on to Jordan Love and then having their young quarterback grow with their young rosters. So, uh, one Once that conversation takes place and they figure out the way to move forward, that's when I think you'll see trade talks heat up. And that's when, you know, we'll find out who wants the Jets. Maybe it's the Panthers. The Raiders, I think, are a team to watch in this as well. So uh, at some point there needs to be that kind of summit meeting. I imagine it happens post-combine between Rodgers and the Packers' brain trust. Great timing there from Dan. Speaking of a trade, things could certainly be heating up as ES, former ESPN's Trey Wingo has reported late Monday evening that the New York Jets and the four-time MVP Aaron Rodgers have reportedly met in regards to his playing future. Wingo also reporting nothing is imminent, but that Rodgers is open to the idea of playing in New York. Sticking with the NFL, according to ESPN's Adam Schefter, the 2022 Comeback Player of the Year, Geno Smith has agreed to a three-year $105 million deal with the Seattle Seahawks. He'll get $52 million in his first year. It's a big, big week for the NFL, uh, waiting on a decision from Aaron Rodgers. And back to college hoops, where the UWM Panthers were in Indiana last night, facing off with Cleveland State in a bid to advance to their Horizon League semi uh, tournament finals. Excuse me. It was a slow start for the Panthers, who saw a 28-point deficit early, but gave some fight in the second half. Browning back on a step-through, kick to Jalen Johnson, contact, scores it, and Jalen will go for three again. Scott Warris on the call on 101.7 The Truth there. Jalen Johnson would do everything he could. He would lead the team with a season-high 24 points, but it would not be enough as the magical season for Bart Lundy and the crew comes to an end 
with a 93-80 loss in the Horizon League semifinals. I thought we had good prep, but we gave up, I mean, a 10-0 run, all layups. They didn't make a three and score 46 points in the first half. Just our systems broke down. It's disappointing. You know, just got to regroup. Hopefully we get a little postseason here and uh, just disappointing. As you heard there at the tail end, not all is lost for the Panthers as the Horizon League tournament comes to an end for UWM. But the postseason has not for now as the program has accepted an invite to the College Basketball Invitational. It says here, snow likely on Friday. What's that mean? We'll talk live with Storm Team 4 meteorologist Marissa Wallison next on Wisconsin's Morning News. It's got a feeling by the time the night finds the morning. I'm going to wish I had a storm morning. Storm Team 4 meteorologist Marissa Wallison live with us this morning on Wisconsin's Morning News. So, Marissa, again we have a few days out Snow likely. At this point, what's that mean for Friday? Yeah, I think uh, we are definitely going to see impacts from this system. I Unlike last week, it was whether the system was going to impact us or was it going to be a miss. This time, the system's going to be like, are we going to see a lot of snow, a little snow, or have it mixed with rain? I don't think it's going to be a near miss with this system. Well, you got a high of 35 degrees that day. So again, tricky in terms of the temperature, right? Yep. Yeah. As of right now, I mean, we definitely could have, we could see that also earlier in the day, like after midnight, where technically it would be the high for Friday, but then, you know, temperatures cool as more of the moisture comes in um, and, and will eventually fall close to the freezing mark. But it is going to be tricky. Um, latest model guidance, which now we've got three bigger models going out that far, definitely keeps us on the snowier side of the system. So as of right now, I'm, I'm leaning more towards, we'll see quite a few inches of some snow and by quite a few, you know, we're talking more than two, um, but I don't think as of right now, we'll see anything too extreme, but definitely leaning on an impactful snow. Your imagination right. starts to run, Marissa, when we hear quite a few. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Like I, I 30? I know. I have a, that's what I was like. How do you describe, you know, X amount of inches without giving like exact numbers? Because the moment, you know, you say a number, people, yeah. that's all they will hear. And so I don't want people to expect that. And then they either see less or more. Um, so I would just say definitely going to see impactful snow, likely to have impacts for the Friday morning commute. So you're back from, where were you, Florida? I was in Florida. My my parents are new snowbirds, so they, they bought a house in the villages down there, so I went and visited them. Oh, how'd you week, like that so. down there? It was, I mean, the weather was gorgeous. I definitely felt out of place because obviously the villages is a retirement community. More more like, I don't know, 98% of the people are 55 and up. So uh, it was me and my two daughters went down there. My sister also actually met us down there with her daughter. So it was fun to enjoy the nice weather. You know, it was like 80s every day, mostly uh-huh. sunny, no drop of rain. It wasn't too humid either. Yeah. So it was pretty perfect weather-wise, um, but definitely an interesting experience. Now, how do going. they look at the kids when you're running around the villages? Like, I know some places, like, that's, Too the, exa- loud. <laughs> right, that's the exact reason all those folks they, went down there. They actually eat it up. Like, I can't tell you how many people were asking about my girls. Obviously, one's one, one's three, asking their names, like, just talking with them. They love it. And then most of them have grandkids, <laughs> too, so then they always talk about their grandkids. And so they actually loved it. And they loved uh, my three-year-old daughter. They have live music every night, so we went to that. They, she loves to dance, and so oh, they were all just eating it up. It was, it was, it was awesome. 
kids always react weird when strange old people talk to them, right? <laughs> and the older I get, the more I want to talk to little kids. Like, I'll see a little yeah. one, your your heart goes to, like, when, when your kids course, were little. And yeah. then, you're like, now I get why old people talk to me when I was a kid. But also, yes. <laughs> I'm like, that. oh, hello there. What's your name? <laughs> yes. Yeah. You got to be careful. You know, sometimes, you know, kids just, kids aren't, aren't feeling it at all. <laughs> So was it was it wild dancing? Was it really good? Are they just flailing around out there and they were eating it up? Yeah, she loves to spin. So my daughter like spins constantly where I tend to get dizzy with it. But they had all sorts of music and she just loves to. I just let her do her thing. I just want yeah. her to have as much fun as she has. So it's a lot of spinning for sure, though. I had a spinner too, my oldest. My, I'm, Dad, I'm spinning and spinning and spinning. Like, how can you oh do my that? Gosh. Oh, that's so cute. My daughter says when she does it, she goes, I'm busy. And I'm like, no, no, it's dizzy with the D, not yeah. busy. But she always says it and it's so cute. Oh, eat it all up. All right, I kept you too long. I know you got to do TV. Storm Team 4, Meteorologist. Yeah, in 20 seconds. Bye. Marissa Wallace and you can catch her in one moment on TMJ4. I always well they say like kids that like with their center of gravity and whatever else they can I can't even sit on a swing right anymore and get oh I'm dizzy all the time now. I'm old. <laughs> I didn't say that. <laughs> Easy. I have trouble getting up from the chair. <laughs> News about your money this morning in the WTMJ <laughs> Wealth Management Market Update. Hello, little girl. What's your name there? My name's Eric. Mr. Billstad, if you like. <laughs> Sounds just like me. But I'm all alone at last, rolling home to you. Would you say the force choke is Darth Vader's signature move? Yeah, I think that's right? safe. Yeah, I mean, he has mad lightsaber skills. He can move stuff around with the force, but the force choke. Especially if, you, if you're going old school, late 70s, yes. early 80s movies. That Vader. Yeah. I find your lack of faith disturbing. Basically, if dudes screwed something up, they would report to Vader that things got messed up. And then he'd do that pinching maneuver with his, you know, thumb and forefinger, which and then, was just for show because he didn't need to do that. I suppose he could just imagine <laughs> it. That was to let you know what's happening yeah, to you. Yes, your windpipe is being crushed by mm-hmm. the force, and basically he'd knock the guy off and then promote the next guy standing there. He just moved down to fight speed, and we're preparing to. You have failed me for the last time, Admiral Captain Piet. Yes, my lord. Make ready to land our troops beyond their energy field, then deploy the fleet so that nothing gets off the system. You are in command now, Admiral Piet. So, <laughs> old boy's not yet. even done collapsing yeah. and dying yet, and Captain Piet has been promoted to Admiral. Mm-hmm. It's how Vader rolled. So I'm reading this book right now that is about contemporary politics, okay? And this relates. How does this possibly relate to Darth Vader? The book is uh, Bob Woodward's book, and he wrote a series of books on the Trump presidency. And I'm, I'm kind of moving backwards, actually. I read the last. I think the last one was that uh, doesn't matter. The la- I read the last one first. Now I'm going back to the first one. And I like Woodward because I think he's fair. And I know folks, you know, they're always looking for bias, whatever. But his stories are amazing. I think they're well sourced. And I think the guy's fair to whomever I'm reading about. But he's talking about um, I'm at the beginning of this book. And there's this passage about Kim Jong-un. Rocket Man is on a suicide mission for himself. 
So the North Korean dictator that President Trump called Rocket Man before later actually meeting with him, of course, because Trump did do that. And that relationship was interesting nonetheless. Not the point of the story. Rocket Man's predecessor was his own father, Kim Jong-il. And Woodward is writing about the North's early efforts to achieve nuclear weapons and missile technology. And he writes, the elder Kim, so talking about Kim Jong-il, had dealt with weapons test failures by ordering the death of of the responsible sure. scientists and officials, they were shot. This had him executed? Right. So, okay, today's going to be a glorious day for the North. We will launch the missiles, and it didn't go as planned. So it's like, all right, who was responsible for that? And it just killed him. Now, how is that? That's not efficient. How are you going to get anything done if you're just going to drop everybody that works for you? Apology accepted. Yeah, exactly. Exactly the point that Woodward is making, because he was talking about Kim Jong-un being a far more capable leader. Okay. For better and for worse, right? But he's saying, you know, the son recognized, like, we don't really make scientific progress here if we just keep killing guys for screwing stuff up. Science is trial and error. And actually, since that time, since Kim Jong-un has taken over following his father's death, their program has only grown. Their nuclear program is better. Their missile program is better, much to our chagrin sure but i just thought it was nuts here's a guy in real life and do you think he saw star wars <laughs> yes 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 i do there's a guy out there who is actually as crazy as vader i find your lack of faith disturbing 745 brandon's got sports coming up next on wisconsin's morning news Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. As the NFL Draft Combine wrapped up over the weekend, quarterback watch in Green Bay continues on as former ESPN's Trey Wingo has reported the New York Jets and the Packers' four-time MVP Aaron Rodgers have reportedly met, and although nothing is imminent on a trade, he reports Rodgers is open to playing in New York. Certainly more to follow as the NFL New League year begins on March 15th. And over to college hoops, as the Milwaukee men's basketball team was in Indiana on Monday to face off with Cleveland State for a chance to advance to their conference title. And after being down 28 points early in the first half, the deficit proved to be too much for UWM as their automatic bid to the big dance came to an end. It'll be a wire-to-wire win for Cleveland State in the semifinals of the Horizon League Tournament after the Panthers had a wire-to-wire win in the quarterfinal round. 93-80, to Cleveland State beats the Milwaukee Panthers here tonight. Scott Warris on 101.7 The Truth with the final call there for the Panthers. Jalen Johnson led the way with the team with a season-high 24 points and after winning a total of 21 games Panthers tournament season comes to an abrupt finish. Head coach Bart Lundy on the fight of his team this season. We fought, we fought all year long. You know, it was never pretty. You know, some of our some of our flaws came out tonight in the worst way. But having fight and competitive spirit, that's never been a never been a problem. And uh, you know, that's what we uh, that's kind of what we had going. <laughs> the only thing we had going at times, but. Sometimes that's uh, that's the most important thing, and it, you know it's something as a coach you can build a program on. The Horizon League tournament comes to an end end for the UWM Panthers, but the postseason has not for now, as the program has officially accepted an invite for the College Basketball Invitational. And sticking with college hoops, as the Wisconsin Badgers get set to face off with Ohio State on Wednesday in the first round of their Big Ten tournament, ESPN bracketologist Joe Lenardi joined ESPN Madison to discuss the path for the Badgers in order to secure a spot in the NCAA tournament. Well, if we assume that 
you know, we're talking at large and then mm-hmm. not winning the whole tournament, right? Right. Then you have to. Then we know they're going to lose the game, right? Right. Presumably against a really good tournament level team. So I would say to move ahead, they need to win more of those games than they lose. So at least two wins and maybe three to be safe. Joel Lenardi currently has Wisconsin as one of the last four teams out of the big dance. And finally, over to the NBA, where the Milwaukee Bucks, who currently reside in the number one seed in the East, they get set to take on the Orlando Magic tonight. You can catch full coverage of that game, Bucks and Magic, right here on WTMJ, beginning at 530. Mark Tauscher joins us next on Wisconsin's Morning News. WTMJ, W277-CV, and WKTI-HD2 Milwaukee. From the Annex Wealth Management Studios, this is News Radio WTMJ, a good karma brand station. At 7.52, Mark Tauscher coming up next. What do you have in the traffic, Deb? Well, we got backups pretty much everywhere now. Eastbound on 94, out of the zoo interchange all the way through the stadium. It's going to be about 11 minutes to get from the zoo into downtown. On the flip side, it's an eight-minute ride from downtown to the zoo. Southbound on 41, on and off the brakes, basically from Appleton Avenue, just south of Appleton Avenue, all the way down to about Mayfair Road. The northbound side, really kind of heavy right out of the zoo interchange up past Swan Boulevard. It's about 16, 17 minutes to get from the zoo to to Highway Q, southbound 43, your usual backups from Brown Deer Road, on and off the brakes past Silver Spring, and then a little bit as you're making your way past the uh, Keefe Locust area down towards North Avenue. The northbound side of 4394 slowing right out of the Mitchell Interchange all the way around the Plainfield Curve up to Oklahoma Avenue. From the WTMJ Traffic Center, I'm Debbie Lazaga on News Radio WTMJ. WTMJ's five day forecast sponsored by Dave Dre Camp Heating, where your where your comfort is their family's tradition. Mostly sunny today, high of 41 degrees. Increasing clouds tonight with a low down to 30. 40 degree high temperatures both Wednesday and Thursday could see snow moving in late Thursday and into Friday where snow is likely in a high of 35 degrees. 37 right now in Milwaukee. Ready, hut, hut. Idea man. Let's say you're in a hotel. You go get great takeout. Uh, there is no fridge. Innovator. It sits out overnight. Do you dabble with the brisket the next morning, or does it have to go in the garbage? And Packers Hall of Famer. I just didn't know from a scientific standpoint where you're at with gut rot and everything else, but it was really good. It's time for Tausch. Mark Tauscher on Wisconsin's Morning News. Presented by fellow Windows and Doors of Wisconsin and Kohler Services. At 7.54 on Wisconsin's Morning News, Mark Tauscher joining us now this morning. Multiple reports now, Tausch, that uh, Green Bay Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers did meet with team management, just not our team. (laughs) He apparently talked with the New York Jets. First question for you. He can't do that unless the Packers said, yeah, go ahead and talk to him, right? Uh, Yeah, I think you're... It's one thing they do, agents will be around, and especially at the Combine, they'll have conversations, and it's all kind of off the record. But when you're under contract, you have to get permission to have those conversations. And I'm, you know, judging by whether it's Trey Wingo's report or some, it seems like it's coming in pretty fast and furious. Uh, It feels like the Rogers volcano is going to burn. You're feeling the magma bubbling up. And it feels like decision day is coming sooner rather than later. And, yeah, so in order to go and have those conversations, the Packers would have to okay it. 
Now, Tausch, we we're, we're hearing that the New York Jets are obviously a team that's interested. We've we've heard some rumblings of the of the Raiders. Uh, there's all AFC teams, but if you're an NFC team and you're going out there for Rodgers, if you're Green Bay, are you looking at well, we don't want to trade him to the NFC because we might have to play him, or are you looking at as hey, we might not compete for a Super Bowl? Are we on the Eagles, you know, level yet? Probably not. Let's just get everything we can. Where where do you stand when it comes to trade compensation for the four-time MVP? Yeah, I mean, obviously you don't want to trade him to Minnesota, Chicago, Detroit. I think that's a little too close to home. But if the Carolina Panthers are giving you the best offer, and it's substantially better than anybody in the AFC, you make the trade to the NFC team. Your job as a GM is to build your roster. You can't you don't necessarily worry about all the other stuff. Now, in an ideal world, you don't want all of those added distractions. You don't want to have to beat Aaron Rodgers if he's down with Dallas or San Francisco. You you don't do that, but I think from Goody's standpoint, if you make this decision that you're going to go with Jordan Love, you can't sit and worry about, well, I'm not going to trade him to Carolina because we play them in 2024. It has to be uh, this. I'm getting this asset group back. This will help me build this football team to help Jordan Love win. If you're not looking at it from that perspective, I think you're taking a very short-term view on what is going to be a long-term process with the Packers under Jordan Love. Tosh, how different is playing for a team in a major city like a New York or a San Francisco or L.A. versus, you know, what it's like playing in Green Bay. I mean, there's so many different things that are – so many different ways you could look at that from what type of media you encounter to lifestyle, all of those things. Yeah, I think one of the big advantages Green Bay has always had, obviously their history and tradition and all of those things, but you get you get a big head start, I believe – on building a team from a chemistry standpoint because you have each other. There's the there's not a ton of nightclubs. There's not the social scene isn't what it is in Las Vegas or in Los Angeles. So guys really stick together a lot more. They do more stuff off the field. It's more of a college vibe. So it I think that's always a big advantage. I think one of the things Aaron has to look at from his perspective is it's going to be a lot more scrutiny. If he goes to New York from a media standpoint and from everywhere else, he's going to have to a whole new system. He's there. There's so many un, uh, unknowns that he's going to have to deal. And that's why I always thought from his perspective, if he decided to come back and play Green Bay was always going to be his best option because he knows everybody and he's got this will be like starting all over for an 18 or 19 year veteran, which sometimes can be a really good thing. It gives you a a refresher and it kind of get rejuvenates you a little bit but there are a lot of challenges that come with that too you know it's funny there guys like you who grew up as you did and then you go to wisconsin and play in madison or whatever i remember jordy nelson i was watching him speak one time at an event and they were asking him about well do you ever want to go to a bigger market team he's like i don't know green bay is the biggest city i ever lived in <laughs> good for me yeah, it, it's it's all about perspective and kind of where you grew up and, and what you're looking for. But again, I think for football playing fools, there's no better place than playing in Green Bay because it is all football all the time. And I think that that gives you a big advantage over some of the other markets that, that you're talking about. Mark Tausch, our guest every morning at 10 to 8. Thanks, Tausch. Talk tomorrow. You bet.